Nothing is impossible for a man with a strong will. The possible is in store only for a man who loves the future. There is no word impossible in the Korean language. Echoing through the distances of time comes a semi-digested compost that has been licked away by an old lady in her whiskey bottle drinking it night per night until it forms the history bonanza with Alex and Angus. Good evening and welcome to the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. Wowee. That was our first synchronized introduction. And it will be our last. And it will be our last synchronized introduction. Brought to you by Sprite. Welcome. Sprite up your life. Another edition of uh, the History Bonanza. This time for the 1st of May. The 1st of May. The best of May. You know what they say, because the 1st of April is all about April Fool's. And May is all about May's praise. <laughs> and the May's, the May's May's. The May's May's. Outside of uh, Wanaka. You can uh, say whatever the hell you like. This is, no, it's one's, a bit. no one's listening. No one's listening. It's a bit. Um, the two cats um, that uh, their owners have left on the radio are listening. And of course that one guy who um, was waiting from the early 2000s for mm. Radio 1 to play the new Chumbawamba song. And they never did. So those are our three listeners. And Good they evening. don't care. We're Hello. the May's Mazes. Hello, welcome. They don't care. It's fine. If you know where the maze maze is, text us at... 021 Yes, so back for another week. Angus is on his phone. Sorry. He's already given up. <laughs> this, is a, this is a bad start to the show. But it's okay. Sorry, crisis. Um, I'm back. It's because Angus is um, he's keeping a food diary at the moment. He wants to cut down on his uh, his fat, but keep up his proteins. He's going for some gains at it's the moment. It's tough. I don't know what to eat anymore. Because carbs are out, sugar's out, now fats are out. But proteins, proteins and fats go hand in hand. You know what's in? I don't know. Diverse voices. <laughs> well, let's get in the most diverse voices that we know. Alex Angus is That's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Boy, oh boy, we've got a great show in store for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But before we get into that, how's your week been, Angus? Yeah, it's been pretty. It's been pretty fly. It's still early days. Fly for a white guy, would you fly say? Fly for a white guy, or, I would or say. Or just fly universally. Uh, fly in general. Speaking of fly for white guys, I went to Queenstown last week. How does that have to do anything with what it's we It's full saying? of fly white guys. True. Did you, did you do a 1080 snowboarding trick with your friend Sean White? No. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I would have if I had known what that was. Noon. But noon. Noon. The new word. What did you do in Queenstown? Mm. Did you do some skiing? Did you do some snowboarding? Did you do some snow fighting? Nah, I just went down there and stayed in a hotel and came back. What a privileged bougie This is my life now. This is my life now. I was reflecting on how amazing it is that I could go from being uh, a hobo traveler last year who would happily sleep on a park bench to this year complaining about things happening in a hotel. Well. And this is my life. This is what you've become. The highs and lows of Angus McBride. Heisenbergs. And Heisenbergs. <laughs> um, how about yourself, Alex? Do you? uh, well, you're a you're a you're a go get a young man. Yeah, I haven't been um, hobnobbing it up with fancy hotels in Queenstown. You know what I've been doing? Um, I know. I've been doing the hard yards. Down I don't at, know that that's true. Down at the the books book 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 yards of the book yards is it? The book yards of um, Otago University. Working down there every day, winding up some facts, putting them down to bits of paper, and selling them to whoever will buy them. Buy my wares, I say. Here's a fact. Did you know that 
the Nepalese and the Swiss are the only ones with non-rectangular flags. And people are like, that's a good fact. I'll give you 20 cents. And I think, thank you. They'll put food on my table. What shape are they? Are they square? Well, the Swiss flag is, is square. but the Oh, ne- pointy. Yeah, and the Nepalese flag is pointy. Pointy, yeah. like two, a flag. Two triangles, like a pennant. It's more of a pennant than a oh, flag. Oh, two triangles. Like teeth. Like teeth. Like shark teeth. But on or, the side. Or the Himalayas, of which the Nepalese uh, um, own. Uh, they, own, they, own them. Them. they own them. Yeah, the, the, the Chinese might argue with that. but um, Well, and they might. They but, probably do. And they probably do, but that's not my. That's not what the History Bonanza is all about. This is not what this edition of the History no, Bonanza is exactly. about. Exactly, and before we get into what this edition I'm is. I'm not ready to get into that no, yet. No, no. What we need to do is for a new time listener, a new time listener, a good time listener. Good evening, new new listeners. Good good evening. You might be answering, what, asking yourself, what the hell is what the history? What am I gotten, what have I gotten what? myself into? What? This isn't the lotto. I turned off my critically acclaimed Netflix to listen to this. What's the Powerball? <laughs> Um, and you'll be upset to know that this isn't the crown. This is not the crown, there by are, any means. There aren't six Although numbers. Although, we are royalty. Oh. <laughs> oh, are we <laughs> not? <laughs> We're the kings and queens of Radio 1. Who is who, you decide. Mm. But this is the History Bonanza. Um, we are the encyclopedic compendium of all things historical. We know all the facts. We're going to give it to you straight up. No no bamboos. I'm not going to bump you around. We're not going to bump you around. We're going to give it to you straight. So you know what's going on at all, at all times, history-wise. You can go down to the pub and say, no, this is what the fact is. I heard it on the Bonanza. I have to leave the studio for a moment. Hold the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> McBride's. McBride's out. Well, um, now that he's gone, I can tell you some secrets that um, only I know about Angus McBride. The number one secret, of course, is that... um, But he's actually gone. The number one secret is that he doesn't like it when you call him... Schmankus. Oh, God, we've lost the backing track. This is how it ends, ladies and gentlemen. This is what the end of the world is like. It's just one... Caucasian boy sitting in a room by himself contemplating all the things that could have gone right with his life. He could have had a better choice of friends. I'm back. He could I'm have back. had a better radio show. Um, but no, this is this is how it ends. You and me, you and me listener, together. I hope we enjoy the last 10 minutes of our life. Oh, no, you're in silence as oh, well. Yeah, so it's um, a nuclear apocalypse. Welcome to the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. It is uh, 20, it's 19 minutes past it's nine. It's too late. To say what the time is, Angus, you left me on air by myself for over, over, over 30 seconds. It's too, too late. late. To no, no, I don't want your Run Republic parodies right now. Too late. It's too, exactly, it's too late for this. You left me on the air. All right, I'm really seconds. sorry. You can't come back and say, it's 10 to 9, time for a background. It's not 10 to 9. It's, it's, not it's, it's 20 past Nine. I don't care, and neither does the listener. We established this last week. No one cares what the fucking time is. No you know one tunes this... into this radio show for the time. You know what this? Oh, few... this... I don't know what the time is. I'll put on the radio. <laughs> Who the hell does that? This um, this feud that's come between us all of a sudden is reminding me of a geopolitical uh, uh, squabble that's been happening since the 1950s. What's that? Did someone say I want a scooter with like a geometric device in it? That's called a Segway. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, were you ready to announce the uh, the 
the topic for tonight. You've been teasing it all night. Why I mean, we've been you do only, only been here for ten minutes. What? We could tease it for at least, and for, as, as tradition goes, we wouldn't have mentioned what the topic was okay. for at least fifteen more minutes. Oh, can I have a go at teasing? Okay, please. Okay, let's tease me. You'll be very excited about this because it's about a political thing that's oh. happening in the north and south of the Korean Peninsula. <laughs> That's not a tease. Oh, does that get you salacious and you all fired up over that one? Oh, you may be thinking, what historical thing is this? Is this 1066, the Battle of Hastings? Is this 1966, the year England won the World Cup? The Football World Cup? Is this, is this 2106? The future? 2106. 2106. 2106. That's to the year 2106 for those of you who are, you like me, plebs. a little bit silly. God damn you all. We just got a text, but it didn't really, um, it didn't really, uh, it didn't really, uh, oh god. It didn't really, uh, it's begun. It didn't really, uh, oh, it didn't really, uh, Angus, you left and now really, this is happening. Uh, it didn't really contribute anything, so I've tried to, I've tried to, like, prompt a little bit of contribution. You interrupted the radio show for, for a non event. Oh, we got gosh. a text, which I'm not going to read out. Fantastic. Yes. Do you know what I've also got I'm not going to read out? Um, your, the goings on in your week. Did we talk about that already? Well, I was going to say my blood test, but also, yes, what's <laughs> the goings on in my week? Yeah, how are you, Alex? Do I you look, you look rugged up. I, I look what? Look it up. <laughs> oh, that man looks look it up. Though. Oh, yeah. He smells like vinegar. <laughs> That's not vinegar. That's bath salts. <laughs> He's just eating a man's face. Mm. If you give him $25, he'll give you a little square of paper. They'll take you to the moon. <laughs> Oh. My week, um, I've been selling LSD to children. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're doing them a world of good. And yeah, I've, I've also been inhaling bath salts. Um, inhaling them. Inhaling them. That's yeah. the quickest way to clog your lungs <laughs> yeah. with crystals. It's really good. I feel like um, I feel like Superman. You know, he's he's bulletproof. You mean like Christopher Reeve? Yeah. I, I, I he's feel, not bulletproof. I'm paralyzed from the neck down. Although if he was shot in the leg, he wouldn't feel it, which he's, is technically bulletproof. Well, technically, all dead people won't feel anything if you shoot them in the leg. In other news, I stumped you with that one. Stum- I'm, I'm, I don't know what's going on. You know, anymore. also feel nothing if you shoot them in the leg. Um, Vern Troyer. Who's that? The little man from Austin Powers who died recently. Wait, the little what? Mini Me died. Mini Me died. He didn't die. He did. He no, he didn't. He did. That's bullshit. What the hell has happened to you? Mini. Where were you when Mini Me died? Will ask your grandchildren. Will ask and you say I didn't even know it happened. Oh, he did die. Yeah, he did die. But only recently. Yes, like a week ago. Oh, no. I'm going to have to revoke your Bonanza card. Oh, he did. He died. Oh, no. He did die. Of what? Just death. Just death in general. Because small people die quicker. They do. Admitted to hospital after an incident at his home. He had previously been admitted to rehab and undergoing treatment. Ah, right. So he overdosed on something. Oh, no. That was last year. Oh, no. Died at age 49, no cause immediately released. His death was reported as possible... Oh, no. Possible suicide. Very high levels of alcohol. I mean, he wouldn't... He wouldn't take that much alcohol, really, would he? What do you mean? Like, anally? No, I mean, his body probably couldn't cope with that much alcohol. No, it probably couldn't. Like, alcohol poisoning for him is probably like... A bottle of whiskey. It's like a, a liqueur, a chocolate liqueur. A cho- one shot of... One shot <laughs> of... of Frangelico. Um, it's a, a, a vodka mud shake. <laughs> A Moscow Mule. A double shot. Espresso. So yes, he wouldn't feel anything if you shot him in the leg. Because he's dead. Because he's dead. It's very insensitive. Well, he's Chris- just died. So has Christopher Reeve. 
No, he didn't just die. Well, in, in the in the concept of history, his legs, he just has. His legs died a long time ago. Oh, that's true. So did his acting career. Oh, oh, burn. burn. Uh, anyway, uh, my week. I've already established what my week was like. We've established what your week is like. Um, we kind of talked about it our earlier. Um, well, who's a sponsor this week? Oh, it's got to be bloody Phillips screwdrivers. Phillips screwdrivers. Yeah, they're oh, really nice. useful. They could use them to fix this place up. Hey, um, Angus. Yes, sir, Alex. Do you do you remember the old our old mate, um, Mr. Phillips? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Old Phillips, old old cross Phillips. Yeah, and you remember how he's so angry, <laughs> and just... he, he absolutely hated the automobile. The auto, yeah, he was like not into it at all. He's uh, like, yeah. what? What am I going to do with my horses? Yeah, uh, no one's going to buy my horses anymore because all these um, fossil fuel burning uh, 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 kiddies cars. It's going to go nowhere. It's going to go a, nowhere. It's a toy. Yeah, so he was always coming up to hijinks to to. to to break the automobiles, wasn't he? He was. He was, he was like, oh, how can I, oh, how can I reverse engineer this so it doesn't work? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um, Phillips screwdrivers. Screw, screw those drivers today. <laughs> oh, I didn't uh, see that coming at all. That oh, gosh. I was a bit of a tease. You're a tease. Speaking of tease, we've been teasing what the theme of this episode is for how long now? Ten uh, minutes? Well, it's, um, 25 past nine, so about 15 minutes. That's, that's about our regular kind of thing. So, I think um, so. Um, would you like to establish what our topic is for this week, Angus? Uh, it would be my pleasure. So, the last week, my dear listeners, we witnessed yeah, what listeners. some may say is a, a monumental turning point in the history of the Korean Peninsula. Um, upon uh, doing a bit of research stuff, and I've now deduced that perhaps it might not be that significant, significant but... We will be exploring this. We'll persevere. For tonight, we shall be exploring the history of the relationship between the occupants of the Korean Peninsula, friends and foes, the North and South Koreas. And you might be thinking, is this similar to the North and South magazine my father reads sometimes? No, you idiot. That's a completely different thing. No, completely different thing. And you might be thinking, is this similar to North and South Dakota? I mean, like, they both are what? north and south. Why are you thinking that? You're going crack again. You might be thinking, does this have something to do with um, how you deliver high-priced parcels in the north and south island, or north and south Korea? You might be saying, <laughs> no, that's a completely different word. Are you thick <laughs> and dead? Get the fat out of you, your ears, you fat-eared listener. Because what we said was about the north and south Korea, which is in the Korea Peninsula. You moron. You moron. Major moron. Stop listening to the radio and get with the times. It's true. Everyone's on their, their phones. You moron. Don't listen to radio. It's a dying media. Gosh. <laughs> I feel like I'm taking crazy. Crazy. <laughs> on that note, we're going to go to a song. Uh, we'll be back with uh, the beginning of the great adventure story of Korea. Uh, I bet you use VHS tapes. <laughs> You're on the one. Cassette tapes. 91 FM. You idiot. Hey. So that was the Mosaic Tiger with Check Out My Other One. And you're back on the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. And tonight, as we teased just before and now revealed through a great quality choice of media, tonight we will be analysing the ongoing and rela- the ongoing feud between North and South Korea. 
I bet you're excited. <laughs> excited? If you're excited, text us. 0212723461. What on earth is going to happen? How did this begin? And where is it going to be now? If you want to be like your favourite representative of OUSA, please text us through emojis. Because that's the youth, the language of the youth. Language of the youth. Except not when you're submitting important paperwork to a board. No, that's not a wise decision. That's not on. That's not probably good. No. But hey, that's in the 2018. Let me take you back, Alex. I'm going to take you back to briefly to 1910. So um, that, that was our um, time traveling pigeon. Oh, not the fire alarm. Yeah, do, do you want me to shut him up or do you want uh, to, should we ride on his back? Yes, so okay, let's get on. Come here, you flying pigeon. Whoa! And here we are. And now. Oh, no. It's been so long. No, Pigeon. It's not not time for you now. Oh. Back. Back to the future with Will you. Will you euthanize me like you did my brother? All right. <laughs> Dead. Killed the Pigeon. Right, so Alex, uh, story begins when um, the Northern Korea, uh, Northern, the Korean Peninsula, as it was then known and is currently known as the geographical landmass of the Korean Peninsula. Oh, God. Stop defini- defining the landmass. Stop definiting it. Stop putting it in a box, man. The landmass can be whatever the hell it likes. Anyway, it was occupied by Japan from 1910. From 1910? From 1910, it was occupied by Japan. Um, which, blasting forward to 1945, around the end of World War II. 35 years of, 35 years of, of occupan- Japanese occupancy, occupation. Um, this became a problem. What? For Yeah, because Japan, not so well liked. At the end uh, of World War Two, Russia, the Soviet Union, declared war on Japan. Uh, and just to clarify, the Soviet yes. Union used to be Russia, or is now Russia, and is now used to be the Soviet Union? Are those two different things? At the time, the Russia was the Soviet Union. Oh man! It is now not, as of the nineteen eighties. Uh, those, those, those are the kind of facts that the listener really tunes in for. That's it. That's uh, it. It's yes. not like. I just br- it's not like we just bring to the table the research facts for no, the evening. No, But no. we have a whole brains, two brains worth of just trivial facts yeah. from history because we are experts. Trivial is the 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 opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very trivial. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about. I don't know about if a if a knowledge of the so the history of the Soviet Union is trivial, is it? Oh, in this day and age, yeah. Yeah, I know. But I don't know things about the Kardashians or the Ridges. Which I guess is well, modern you, day history. Well, you're just scum. I am scum. You're it's human true. scum. It's you true. have liquid rubbish running through your veins. Anyway. And I'm proud of it. So you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, in the closing days of World War II, the Soviet Union declared war on Japan, right? Yes. Okay, yes. And so Japan was occupying the Korean Peninsula at the time. So mm-hmm. Russia started to advance down from the north of the Korean Peninsula down towards the south. Because the Japanese were the aggressors in World War Two. Exactly. For those of you who don't remember that, Japan were not always our friends manufacturing our cars and washing machines. And making us hilarious and fantastic video games. That was all because of the great Japanese economic miracle funded by the Americans after World War Two. But that's but a whole other difference. no story. time for that. No time, but that's very interesting. Yes. Um, so... Here's the thing, right? After like World War Two, Russia and America were on the same side, right? Lovely. But they, Friends. but America could see the growing threat of communism wow. on the horizon, which the they didn't C. like. The so, big C. The big C. So America got scared, ah! as they they could see the um, the Russian influence on the Korean Peninsula growing. So the Americans like were weed. like, "Gung ho, we've got to counter this." So they went in from the south. And occupied the South. And they divided... The, the two countries who were allies at the time decided to divide the Korean Peninsula into two 
pieces at the 38th parallel. As a compromise. North. As a compromise. Another big C. <laughs> Communism compromise. And it's cancer. And cancer. The three big C's. The three big C's on of Radio the Korean 1. Peninsula. So they did this. They divided it at the 38th parallel um, and they occupied a half each. I'm just going to stop you there. Go Angus. on, please. Um, I'm a lay person. Yes. Do you know why that is? Why? Because I lay eggs. Okay, great. I'm a chicken. What's your contribution? I lay. I'm a chicken. Okay. So what do you want? Oh, I, I don't understand. What is the 38th parallel? Right. Well, that's a line on the Earth. Oh, I see. Is that what you call the longitude or the longitude? I don't really know. But if the equator is zero, which I think it is, is that right? That sounds right. And Greenwich is zero. Greenwich is... Wait, why is cows Greenwich zero? Oh, no, that's where you take the time from. Yeah, but Greenwich can't be zero. Oh, well, I don't care. I don't think Greenwich is zero. Where, where's zero then? Zero is the equator, isn't it? But there's also zero going the other way. Oh. You idiot. Right. You imbecile. So le- long, one of the latitudes or longitudes runs through Greenwich. I don't know. Is I that should, what you're saying? Maybe. Ugh. That sounds factual. Internet. What? But anyway. Para. But the other one, the horizontal one, that zero is the equator. If you count... Oh, God, I've lost into the internet. Oh, I'm doing research it's, for you, saying you're an idiot. It's the opium of the masses, and now it's Angus. It's destroying his mind. The Greenwich medium... Of latitude. He's just, he's just checking his Neopets account. Whilst, whilst lines or pa- oh music. Whilst I've got to do everything here, Alex. I'm Jeez. asking the questions. Whilst lines or parallels of latitude all run parallel to the equator, nice. lines or meridians of longitude all all converge at the Earth's north and south pole. Yes. Right. So that means it must run. Oh, which passes? Oh. Which one's zero? Oh no, it is Greenwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero, Thank you. zero is Greenwich. Yeah, okay, good. Well, that was totally irrelevant. Thank you. Where's so, the, where's, what's the 38th parallel? That's the 38th parallel longitude, which is the is 38, 38 degrees north of the equator. So that, that's the one that, that's the horizontal one. That's the horizontal one, so yes. So they divide the country. I guess. I have no that. idea. What? I don't know. You're the one that's saying they did this. I'm guessing it. Well, I know they did it. I don't know whether it's the the one that runs that the longitude or latitude one. It doesn't matter. It has to be the horizontal one. It would have to be. No, yes, it would be because it divides the country in two. Yeah, it's north and south, east and west. It's not Berlin. All right. It's not London. All right. So, (sighs) Russia and America divided (laughs) the Korean Peninsula into two parts at the 38th parallel which is now the border of North and South Korea. Nice. So at the time they did this, America and the Soviet Union were mates because they just fought World War II together. They defeated the Germans and the Japanese, and they were feeling good. However... Cracking some coldies. What happened after bloody World War II between Russia and America? The Cold War! It was the bloody Cold War, wasn't it? It was so freezing. So, here was the thing. They, um... Well, actually, no, that doesn't happen yet. Wait. Oh, God, it doesn't happen yet? Wait, what do I... I may have skipped a step. Oh, gosh. Right, so... The important steps. Um, How to get North and South Korea. Step three. Right, so, okay. So they divide it, right? It's yes. the 38th parallel. Um, and... Add yeast. The South... Add some water. So the South and... So- Vinegar and baking soda. South and Seoul are the US occupiers. And the North and uh, Pyongyang Pyongyang. Is that you're going to be a racist accent for the night? I wasn't racist. I was saying it excitedly. Okay, fine. <laughs> Uh, more from that later. Pyongyang! Pyongyang! Um, and the Red Army uh, entered Pyongyang and uh, established... They established the, a military government in the north, and so did the US, basically. In the south. 
Um, they originally planned a joint trusteeship steering North Korea toward independence. Um, however, then the Cold War happened, and so the um, the cooperative relationship between the North and uh, between Russia and the United States deteriorated. They went down the gurgler. Gurgler, gurgle. Gosh, do you think you know? That's a really that's a lot to take on. You know, we we decided to co-opt this 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 country together. As, as 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 co-parents exactly, and but then the but then the marriage fails, and, and the the babies left alone. Two ba- babies. What's baby got to do? Two children. Baby needs help. Baby's got to a friend at the north of the baby, and and baby doesn't know what to do. Yes. Where's mama? Where's papa? But baby is squabbling. Mama and papa help us out. Poor baby. Poor baby indeed. We've lost him to his phone again. Yeah, my mum just wanted the text number so she can text us. Oh, nice. Thanks. Someone's got to. Thanks, Rosemary. Uh, if you want to, if you're my mum and you want to text me, the number is 021-272-3461. radio one. You're on the one ninety one FM. Um. Anyway, um. So both sides um came in and wanted to promote leadership um leadership of their allies of their baby um. So Russia, Russia, um, was friends with a man called Kim Il Sung. To Kim Il Kim Il Sung, Kim Il Sung, Kim Il Sung, who um, was a major political political figure in the Red Army during World War Two. Interesting. So this was a Korean man who fought in the Red Army. In the Red Army. The Red exactly. Army. Exactly. Interesting. Um, and they they established a society under Kim Il Sung uh, with Kim Il Sung. Under uh, which followed a centralized model of Soviet society. Ah, communism. Communism. While in the South, I would imagine that Uncle Sam erected a a a a, a suit, a, a vanilla man in a suit, who would put on a, a, a democratic version of an American society. You might be bloody right, I mate. I might be. You might be bloody right. Well, that's what I reckon. Well, what happened was the UN, the United Nations, which oh, I believe gosh. was newly formed after World War II, it was it not? Yes. So the newly formed United Nations um, formed the the UN Temporary Commission on Korea in 1947. Ooh, what a lovely title! Um, which opposed, uh, which was opposed by the Soviet Union. Oh um, no! And but that's not a good good first um, step from the United Nations. Yeah, it's already being opposed by Russia. Exactly. So the, and so North Korea was like, nah, nah, nah. What the United Nations should have done is should have passed a couple of things that everyone can get on board. For, um, free cho- rice. Free rice. Chocolate's delicious. And um, gosh, isn't it unfortunate that we all age? And then once <laughs> all of those are passed, then they could just say, we should have this um, committee on Korea. And then Russia would be like, well, the past three things I agree with, so I, of course I agree with this one. That's, that's what good, I would have done. That's a good theory. That's what I would that's have done. That's a good theory. It is easy to, to, to say what you would have done, though, isn't it? With hindsight. With hindsight. Well, you know... We're, we're, and a knowledge of the future. Well, of course, but if we say that about anything, then we're never going to make any decisions. And we, we can't judge people on the past, and it's the funnest thing to do. You can ju- absolutely judge people on the past. Yes, you should. That's what everyone to. does always. And then if you say, oh, well, you're just doing that just hindsight, well, then we, we take away that delicious thing that we all enjoy doing, which hindsight. is like, I wouldn't have done that. Hindsight is a B. I wouldn't have done that. A massive B. Yes. Bum, bee, 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 bum, bum, so we've now got these two, uh, two, two wildly different ideological factions. Wildly different. Well, let, you just, let me just let me Ooh. just tell you what. Oh, um, uh, there's one little precursor to that before Ooh, you I say that it. because we haven't quite finished. I'm sorry. On the 10th of May 1941, elections were held in South Korea. Fantastic. Dem- uh, democracy, power to the people. And Sinwang Ying, Sing Singman Yi, Singman Ri was elected the president, um, which <laughs> replaced. What? You said it like a question. Was elected, was elected president? Was elected president? 
um, and uh, which formerly replaced the U.S. military occupation. Well, that's lovely. Occupation. That's lovely. Giving South Korea back to the Koreans. That's lovely. I like that. And then the Democratic the Democratic People's Republic of Korea was declared in the North. Mm. Kim Il Sun was the um, was uh, voted in. I. Um, my fingers are doing inverted commas. He's doing here. bunny ears. Doing bunny ears. He's doing two uh, bunnies. Was voted prime minister, and then the Soviet Union uh, occupation left on the tenth of December, nineteen forty-eight. So, brilliant job. Russia comes in, America comes in, installs governments that basically oppose each other's existence, and then they piss off. That doesn't sound like anything that the US and the Russia have done again since ever. Uh, uh, sarcasm, it actually here. does uh, yeah. sound like lots they of times that they did times. that. Yeah, Hello, so Middle like, East. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you sheeple. You think the Americans and the Russians are up to good stuff all the time, but actually they're not. They have to, they have to, they have to clandestine stuff all the time. It's like James Bond on speed. You, yeah. sh- you sheeple, wake up. Yeah. Take the red pill, bro. Yeah, yeah. We all loved... Um, we all loved uh, uh, Syriana. Uh, who was with the George guy Clooney. with the? Who was the Russian guy with the tongue? Um, Yeltas. Mm, no, Yeltas. Y- uh, yeah. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> Wheezy. Um, little John. Yeah, little Luke. Uh, ASAP Rocky. <laughs> um, I like it. Can we just stop there? Because I always find it funny that any country that has the word democratic in it never is. Yeah, it's almost like they're they're overcompensating yeah. for the fact that they definitely are not yeah. that thing. We are the Democratic Republic of Korea. No, you're not. You're the communist one. Islamic republics usually are. Islamic. That's, nice. that's, that's true. They're being very upfront about what they are. Can you sue a country for false advertising? Um, I don't know. This is something that we should definitely venture into. Next week on the show, Radio 1 sues North, the, the Democratic People's <laughs> Republic of North Korea. That's going to be great. We'll I, I recommend happens. you tune in. Yeah, um, um, Kim, Kim Jong-un will be on the line. Fire an interpreter. Oh, <laughs> Obviously. I wonder if he, he must speak English. He must listen to Radio 1. He must. It's true. Yeah. He does love American pornography, after all. That's true. Ring, ring. Hello? Ring, ring. Hello? Hello, this is um, a collect call from North Korea. Oh, no. Do you accept the charges? Um, yes. I'll just transfer you now. Sorry, I just had something <laughs> in my throat. I'll just, um, I'll just transfer you through now. Is that okay? That's great. Thank you. Yeah, by the way, my, my name is if um, everyone else is Charles. <laughs> and I, I just got into this um, job just to meet people. Okay, I'm, great. I'm part of the International uh, Telecommunications uh, Network. Brilliant. Thank anyway, you. I'll just put you through now. Thank you very much. It might sound like I've just got something stuck in my throat, but this time I'll definitely <laughs> be transferring the, okay, you through cool, yeah, yeah. to Pyongyang. Okay? okay, great. Okay, hello. 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 Hello, who am I speaking with? Uh, this is a translator. Oh, a translator. Yes. Uh, for whom? For um, our Excellency uh, Kim Jong-un. Oh, great. Uh, good evening, Mr. Kim. No, uh, you can call me Steve. <laughs> All right, Steve. Yeah. Supreme leader of North Korea, Steve on the line. Oh, no, no, I'm, inter- I'm, the, I'm the Oh, translator. you're the interpreter. Okay. Steve is a translator. If Steve. you're just joining us on Radio 1, we've just been joined by uh, the interpreter, Steve, who is interpreting on behalf of a phone call from Sup- Grand Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un of uh, North Korea. Uh, That's Kim, right. you're, Kim, you're on the line. Steve, Steve, you're also on the line. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, no. I'm, I'm Steve. Are you gonna, yeah, I know. So, um, you want me to pass this message on to Kim? Yeah, let's assume this is what's happening here. Okay. I just assume that I'm not going to be talking to you, Steve. He says thank you. Okay, great. Um, how are you feeling? You've just had a, a really great um, 
a really monumental week in the history of uh, the the two Koreas. You are the first um, leader of uh, the, the the North Co- of North Korea to uh, set foot. I, I, in. I just need to clarify: is this directed to me, Steve, or or Kim? Because no, just... I've, I've had a monumental week because this is my first time tra- <laughs> translating for Kim, and it's a really great great opportunity. Because last time I was teaching arithmetic in Pyongyang to right, children. Pyeong. All right. All right, Steve. If I yeah. have a question for you, yes. I will direct it. I will say specifically that I have a question for you, Steve. Oh, fantastic! But if I don't say Steve, yes. then assume that all questions are for Kim Jong Un. Got it. Okay. Sorry, I'm so sorry. So first time on the job. Kim, yeah, great. Yep. Kim Jong Un. This is for Kim. Go yeah. Yeah, great to have you on the show. Um, it's been an amazing, amazing and historic week for you uh, as uh, <laughs> Supreme. No, uh, I'm super- sorry. Um, so I'm just going to interrupt you there. Um, Kim says he's got gastroenteritis. Okay. And he, he really needs to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Well, can he call us back a little later in yeah, the show? Yeah, he, he promises to. Okay, great. Yeah, thank you. All right, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Okay. That oh, was, what was um, that all about? Uh, that was Kim Jong-un coiling in via oh, his... Oh, uh, in- I know. Rep- uh, his interpreter, Steve, but he's got gastroenteritis, so he's going to call us back. Uh, it is... I wonder if it was about us saying we're going to sue him next week. Maybe, but Maybe. he didn't quite. He didn't quite get to that oh, because no. he had to go shit himself. Okay. It is nine minutes to ten here on Radio One, um, and we are running through the history of uh, the north and south of Korea, uh, which we were hoping yes, specifically from nineteen ten. No, that's when my little history starts. Yeah, exactly. We don't care about eighteen sixties Korea. We care about 1910 Korea. Well, very briefly, 19. Well, and then all the rest, all the rest that followed. But anyway, we're going to an ad break, are we? That's usually. I want. I want. And we're back. <laughs> Alex is having a lot of fun over there. Um, yeah, we can go to a song. Well, I don't know. If I feel like you're rapping, you're going to an ad break. What? 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 Um, only because that phone call went so bloody badly. I'm so sorry. But I mate. do have more songs, so let's take a break. It is eight minutes to ten. You're on the. You're with Alex and Angus on the History Bonanza. More, more, more amazing. More, 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 more fantastically researched history. After this. On the one. That was your mate's dad after he had too many pies and a tui. <laughs> Welcome back to the History Bonanza with Alex Nangus. You are on the 191FM. It is 1 minute to 10 on Why? Tuesday. No the one of... cares what the bloody Everyone time is. Everyone wants to know what the time is so they know it's bedtime. It's 2018, ladies and gentlemen. The 1st of May and we're all going to die. <laughs> You're on the 1. And we're discussing... The history of North and South Korea relations from 1910 onwards, <laughs> specifically. Well, no, you don't. I don't think you have to specify, but because before 1950, there were not two Koreas. I don't. If care. we're discussing the history of North and South Korea, then it's gonna start after World War II. We are the encyclopedic and compendium of all things historical. Encyclopedic so and we, compendium. Yes, and what we should have said was that um, 1859. Nothing happened. 1860, nothing happened. And we should have gone that until 1910. And I feel we're, we're misleading the public by saying we're doing all of the hey, North and South next Korean week, you research the fucking show. I will never do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we got as far as um, Russia and the United States getting scared of each other Ooh, and dividing up y- the country y- y- and then establishing their own political systems there. Um, 
communism under Kim Il Sun and uh, democracy under, under some, some suit, other, some some other guy person. Some guy in a suit. Some other person. And then they both pissed off. America and Russia both pissed off. Um, leaving these um, these arch enemies uh, at each other's doorstep. different yeah. nations. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's worth noting also that um, when the US forces left the South, a few of them stayed to uh, train the army of the Republic of South Korea. Again, echoes of a of a of a more recent time. La, 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 la. So, two antagon- two antag- uh, two antagonistic states emerge. From this cloud of new political upheaval, political upheaval, exactly, mm. um, uh, and uh, two countries with opposing political, economic, and social systems. Um, both governments, south and north, consider themselves um, the government of the entire peninsula. Um, in fact, North Korea still sees Seoul, still still recognize Seoul as its capital, right through until 1972. That's many years later. That's many years later. But hey, we're still in the 50s. Yeah, groovy, because, groovy. Because, because, I'll tell you what happened. On June the 25th, 1950, the Korean War started. A war which would see fighting uh, between the two countries for three years and then wouldn't be concluded until, uh, even now, the, North, the, the Korean War is still happening. Interesting. Fact. 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 Those are cold hard facts, ladies and gents. Cold hard war. That's what you want. This is what you come to this radio station for. Are you feeling the cold hard facts? Guess what? You can be a part of it. Text us 0212 0212723461 and um chuck in a chuck in a little uh 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 for fuck's sake. Chuck in a little uh a tidbit, a tasty tidbit. Or a little question and answer situation. Do a bit of research. Have a wee looky around uh, and uh, get it into us. This Alternatively, you can email us, alexandangus at cool at gmail.com. It's the simplest email address in the world because it's like just the feeling that you feel inside you. Yeah. This, um, we find that this radio station is similar to 2009's movie The Avatar. Um, which is called the, the Avatar, yes. um, where it's it's better if it's interactive. You know, put on the glasses, feel the thing, see um, S- Jake Sully, was that his name? I don't know. Turn to the blue person and jump past you. Get on board, be part of it. This is interactive. This is an interactive experience, and it's not. It's, it's this is our history show, not just Alex and I. Even though our name is on the show, yeah, but, but, it's, but it's, all it's, about. it's the listeners' yeah. show because we education is a two-way street. And we've got only, you know, we don't have all the answers, although we do have a lot of them. We've got most of them. We've got most of them. But we still want your input. We'd love your input. So on uh, the 25th of June 1950, the North invaded the South. Nice. It's good to know who started this. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. And they got pretty pretty cray-cray. They went cray-cray. And they did it. They did it hard. They pushed them all the way down to Seoul, didn't they? They did indeed. Which is in the very south of South Korea. They did indeed. At this point, um, the UN, led by the US... Uh, intervened to defend uh, the South, which was pretty overrun, um, and managed to push them right back up into North Korea. Right, right, that up. But then, oh, oh man, oh man, oh man. They didn't see this coming. Oh, because bit. what's at the top of North Korea? China. Oh, China. Yeah, exactly. So now they're getting scared, and they're like, uh, no, don't think so. So Chinese forces intervene on behalf of the North um, as advancement of the US troops nears the Chinese border. Because they're, they're also like, communists. Exactly. Oh, man. So, man, it's a big, big upheaval. Anyway, 
After three years of this, they sort of settled their differences here and the fighting ended on the 27th of July 1953. Um, and uh, everything everything was restored to what it was at the beginning of the war, the boundaries and everything. And it Interesting. Was, you know, good. And it was at this stage that uh, the Korean Demilitarized Zone, or the DMZ as it's known, was established at the 38th parallel. Remember that original line, that contentious line that Alex and I had a big argument about before? Hey, it's back. And now it's a demilitarized zone. You might have seen the two Korean leaders meeting and shaking hands at it just the other day. And if you did do that, we congratulate you on keeping abreast of world events. BBC.co.uk is a British website devoted to the news. Uh, no, BBCnews.co.uk. BBC will just take you to reruns of Emmerdale. And what's on Koro? And that's on ITV. Oh, whatever. Oh, whatever. Oh, whatever. Oh, whatever. Um, um, but the Korean War is infamous for many people who grew up um, watching too much daytime television as, um, as, as, as the setting of the infamous film and television show. Film? Yeah, it was a film with Donald Sutherland. Ah. Get woke, bro. Called M. Woke the fuck up. Yeah, man. <laughs> called M.A.S.H. AKA Mash. With Alan Elder. What a great man. Yeah. I wonder what he's up to these days. I'm not doing my impression of him. <laughs> no, please. It's no. really good. I can't remember how to do it. Uh, uh, I'm well. Alan Elder. No, it's not it. I'm out of money. Oh, man. Uh, so, um, it was estimated, Alex, in 2007. It was estimated, Alex. It was estimated, what Alex. Was, what was estimated, Alex? It was estimated. My name, Homer, Alex. My name should that. be estimated as Alex, uh, or um, the acronym for American League of Exceptional Expats. They could also be estimated. No, that to be would Alex. be L.E. It's called estimation, and not not exact situation. Uh, I... uh, anyway, it was estimated. It was estimated, Alex, uh, in two 2000- thousand. What was estimated, Alex? Uh. <laughs> Alex. Yes. It was estimated in 2007 that the Korean War displaced 750,000 people and separated them from their immediate family. Gosh. So they were separated, then they put the the boundaries back up, and then they're like, fuck, I'm on the wrong side. Just like the earthquake in the land before time. I'm glad. I don't think I could have understood what was going on, but then bam. (laughs) That reference, I'm on board. Yeah. Gosh, 750,000 people. That's like six Dunedins. That's, That's... that's way more than six Dunedins. How many Dunedins is that? Uh, like seven and a half. Seven and a, What? Well, uh, like seven. Seven Maybe Dunedins. it is like six. No, you might be right. Yeah, thanks, I mate. take it all back. Alex Wilson doing mathematics on the Radio 1, 91 I, FM. I can do fast math. Seven times nine. 63. Yeah, okay, he's got previous yeah, point. Yeah, man. So, um... And then it... So... Ugh. So oh if you had your if you had your if you had your hope set high for the um, for this the, radio the, the, show, <laughs> <laughs> then you can uh, then you can let them low. I'd like to take a break from the proceedings of uh, the Korean Peninsula now. Oh really? And go to one of my favourite segments. Where's Bingy? Uh, welcome back to an episode of Where's Bingy, ladies and gents. For those that haven't heard uh, Where's Bingy before, man, this is an ongoing excursion to find Bill English, aka Scarfy King from the series, to resurrect him to his throne of uh, Scarfy Dim. Now that he's retired from Parliament, it's been added to the 2010 Scarfy. Certain lacks a certain je ne sais quoi when it comes to being a Scarfy, and we need good old Bingy to come back and lead us to our former glory, being better. The carrot's broken. Cheering on gold, AJ 
potion on the wing. So this week I'll be mostly uh, resting, actually. I've been thinking about possible hypothetical places where Bingy might be if I was B, but I don't have the resources to get there. For example, is Bingy inside of the Ben and Jerry's ice cream factory? Ben and Jerry's is apparently very popular in Dunedin. It's very scarfy, cheap, but very expensive. And like Bingy, it seems that the price of that ice cream is now very much out of touch with Dunedin's scuffies. The other thing I thought is potentially he's in a mouse hole, but I can't get into a mouse hole because I'm not a mouse. Finally, I thought maybe Bingy's gone back into his mama's womb because he wants to be reborn as a labor politician because that's the lightest thing that everyone's into at the moment. Just send her out there and she went to the Queen wearing a mulberry cloak. Bingy wants that. He wants to get on that. He wants to be known as the most beautiful leader in the West. So maybe if Bingy gets reborn out of his mama, he can come back as a labor leader we've all wanted and needed. That was great. That was uh, Where's Bingy for another week. Um, uh, um, just always gets people thinking, I think. Yeah, I mean, one day you're going to find him. And then it's going to be great. And it's all going to be worth it. And we can end that segment. We can end the segment, yeah, but until, so then, until then, it's uh, just an ongoing search. Um, so... The the Korean War ended in 1953. And everyone was like, hooray, peace Dem- at last. Yeah, Korean Demilitarized Zone, the DMZ, was established at the 38th parallel. Um, and then, you know, oh, happy days until, hello, Cold War. Hello, Cold hello, War. Hello, Cold War. Knock, knock, knock. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Knock, who's there? Cold War. Cold War who? Cold War waits for no one. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. So at this stage, there were a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on between the North and the South. Very sort of passive-aggressive stuff. Oh, um, snarky stuff. Yeah, they didn't Real go... Real bitchy yeah, stuff. Yeah, there was, there was actually. They didn't They didn't go full-blown war, but for the no. next, like... For the next... What is this? The 19... Fucking... 19... Fucking... the 1960s, yeah. So the next 40, 45, 30, 50, 50 years... Yes. It's just like a sort of bitchy back and forth. Of which, there are a couple funny little things that I've got here. Anecdotes. Little notes. Little notes. Oh, do you want the text first, Alex? Yeah, let's, let's, got let's, a text let's on break the for a text. Combining two great mediums. It just says, um, thank you so much for that beautiful imagery. I'm assuming maybe about uh, Bingy eating ice cream. Don't. I assume so, yeah. Uh, perhaps, uh, thanks for the text, Texter. Maybe clarify what imagery you're talking about and we can really delve into a little Th- more This for is you. a radio show of images. It's kind of like a television for your ears. Yeah. Um, and uh, they've said that that's everything they ever needed on their Tuesday night. Well, it's well, our pleasure. That's great. It's our pleasure. Uh, new new Texter, fresh Texter. We really appreciate that because we find that um, Tuesdays, often a lot of things are going on. There are a lot of things going on yeah. on Tuesdays and a lot of images in people's minds and it's hard, yeah. to really, uh, hard to really get in there and... With Fight nail and tooth to get this coveted uh, nine coveted p- nine p- eleven p.m. Um, slot. slot it's yeah. like covered. It's everyone wants it. Everyone wants it. The advertisers they need it. They need it. Yeah. Yeah. This is why we got Philip Screwdrivers on board. And Sprite. I can't remember Sprite. what <laughs> they're sponsoring us for something. Sprite. Sprite. For our sugary goodness. Sprite Keep those texts coming in, listeners. It's uh, eleven and a half minutes past ten. Oh, you're on the one ninety one FM on the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus, and that text number is o two one two seven two three four six one. That's o two one two radio one. Um, oh, rebirth of Bingy. 
is the is the the imagery that was really loved there. Oh, fantastic! The rebirth of Bingy. Well, it, it brings it brings many things together. I think you know you think of um, of, of Christian imagery and you think of um, of uh, of Buddhism. I, th- I think a lot of um, things come back to an idea of rebirth. And why can't Bingy? Why can't Bingy be rebirthed why, why as a Labour politician? As a Labour politician, so that he can wear. A Māori cloak. Māori cloak. Māori cloak. Wow, that's white boys. Beautiful. They're the most best, the most bestest pronunciationist. Radio one. <laughs> Radio, Radio one. one. Um, we're talking about the bitchy shit that Northern shit that Northern <laughs> yeah, yeah, got up yeah, to. Yeah. Um, so I mean, this included things like you know kidnapping of political figures and bombings of aircraft, like and stuff actual like that. awful stuff, like bad, bad, bad stuff. stuff. Um, but there were a couple of things that I really enjoyed. So and um, <laughs> <laughs> those two were not them. Oh right, those two. Um, but there was a lot of that going on. There are a couple of things though. Um, the Summer Olympics were held in Seoul in 1988. Great. Um, and so the North. Um, not only boycotted the games, but invited all their allies to boycott them as well and come and join in their own games in North Korea. Oh, very nice. Instead. What were the games called? Uh, they were not. They didn't go ahead because none of their allies wanted to go. <laughs> oh, no. So they just went to their own games. Um, additionally, um, Pyongyang began construction of its own its, of its metro system, um, <laughs> which, which spurred Seoul to start building its metro system. Um... And my favourite one, I think, was uh, that the South, the South Korea built a 98 metre high flagpole at the demilitarised zone. So the North responded by building a 160 metre high flagpole. <laughs> well, it's all about who's got the bigger pole. That's it. It's all about poles. Can I... Um, you uh, can? We've got some really... Can I share my favourite... Um, quite horrific um, uh, episode of bitchy shit that the <laughs> bitchy shit in North and South uh, yeah. Korea I'd really like you to do that well um, in, uh, in the 1970s there was a, a, a up and coming well not up and coming he was a, he was a renowned uh, yeah. film director called Shin Sang Ok who um, had, was a celebrated uh, director who came to many international film festivals um, and um, garnered a lot of uh, wonderful praise for the South Korean uh, arts industry at the time um, and what happened is North Korea decided to kidnap him. Oh, great. Yeah, they took a train yep. down from Pyongyang to Seoul, and they in the night they kidnapped him and took him up, up north. Right. And uh, he was put into the propaganda and agitation department Amazing. to make uh, propaganda films that were, um, re- re- were spout out to him by Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-il made him make propaganda films for yeah, North Korea. That he scripted. That is great. Yeah, because Kim Jong-il's uh, father, Kim, Kim Il-sung, was still in power at this point. Oh, so, he was. So Kim Jong-il, was uh, he just worked as, as part of the propaganda department, uh, making this famous director uh, make uh, awesome Korean propaganda. Amazing. And you might be thinking, oh, okay, that's that's pretty weird. It gets weirder. Go on. Six months later, uh, uh, the director, Shin Sang-ok, is coming out of ideas. He says he doesn't have his muse. So they decide to kidnap his wife in the exact same way. Oh, whose no. name was uh, Choi Yun-hee, who was uh, one of the leading ladies in the South Korean film oh, industry. Goodness. So um, they were both working in uh, the North Korean propaganda department for eight years, between 1978 and 1986, until they returned to their South Korean home. They were returned. They were returned. Oh, no. It's um, yeah, very upsetting. Well, I'm not... Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> that's good, I guess. So that's great. That, that's that's my favorite thing. tidbit. Why no. not steal? Um, you know, well, I guess Australia, Australia's been doing it for us for years. Uh, stealing uh, Russell uh, Crowe uh, and 
bloody Nicole Kidman and the Pam Laver and the Buzzing Bee. You got to protect your, your stuff. Skin cancer. Because the state insurance uh, will protect it for you. Uh, uh, ANZ. Uh, Biomag. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Alex's one contribution for the week. Hooray! Burn. Um, ouch. I've also got another one. <laughs> oh, go on. Um, now Alex's. Second contribution for the week. I brought up earlier the concept of trains, and this is just something I would love to talk Wait, about. Wait, so hang on. Here on Radio 1 on the 1st of May 2018, Alex has just invented something called the train. Please tell us more. Why you gotta be this way? <laughs> Who hurt you? <laughs> you heard me, you didn't come to my recital. You had a recital? No, you don't even remember. What were you reciting? The dictionary? Because hey. I wouldn't come up to that. I did, do, I did do that one time. Did you? Yep. A A. Arithmetic. That's not the first word in the... That's no. A. 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 There we go. That's great. Okay, go on. Uh, what about the, trains? Please the trains. tell me. So, um, um, Kim Il-sung yes. and his sons Kim Jong-il and his grandson Kim Jong-un mm-hmm. are notoriously very paranoid. Un? Un? Un was in. Uh, un de toi. Jong Un was. Jong Un was paranoid. Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Il. Yes. And Kim Il Sung. Who was paranoid? All, All of them. them. Oh, right. Okay. All of them! <laughs> All of them are paranoid! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to every listener in Dunedin whose stereo has just been badly damaged. <laughs> All people who are now deaf. Sorry, listen, I just I just hate repeating myself because he needs to stop talking and start listening. Get please the, listen, get please the, please get go. Get the hate out of your ears. So, so Kim so, Il-sung, Kim Jong-il and Kim Jong-un were all very paranoid. Very paranoid and yes. they loved staying in uh, Pyongyang because they got to, you know, be in their fortress. Yes. But sometimes they would have to venture out. Yes. And go to um, you know military summits or, uh, or political summits in Russia and see see their other allies. Yeah. Um, so they invented a bulletproof train. Great. Um, but this bulletproof train, because it's completely bulletproof, weighed about uh, about eight times heavier. <laughs> yeah. About okay. about yeah. About eight times heavier. Approx eight times heavier than a usual eight, train. Eight point three nine times approx. Approximately eight nine eight point three nine times heavier than a normal train. Exactly. Okay. And um, plus with them three on board as well. Oh. <laughs> That's nasty. Yeah. It shouldn't be like You're that. the North Korean dictator is so fat. <laughs> <laughs> you, fill, you fill in the blank, uh, listener. Yeah, you fill yeah, in the yeah. blank. Yeah. Um, that they had these bulletproof trains. Yeah. Um, and they could only go on special tracks. And yes. um, this train was actually used to kidnap both of the the film director and the actress earlier. So it went really slow. So it went really really slow. That meant they also they couldn't really do anything because once someone's on the bulletproof train, that's not going to be stopped anytime soon. Because it's bulletproof. It's bulletproof. Wait, how are you going to stop? How are you going to stop that? Not with a bullet. I know you can derail it, but that would that would be that would sort of kill everyone. You need a bulldozer. Or another train. Or another train. We'll just park another train on the line. Well, maybe you should work. It's for... not going to. It's not going to smash into anything because it can't go very fast. That's true. Man, that's they true. weren't thinking at all. No, no, no. Um, so Kim Jong Il uh, made a, a, a fleet of six of these personal trains, yeah. which are made up of ninety armored rail cars. So six by ninety. Yeah, so they're huge. Six times nine is fifty-four. So five hundred and forty bulletproof carriages. Wow, that's a huge train. 
huge That's train crazy. service. And each train has um, modern communications equipment such as satellite phones. As modern as North Koreans' <laughs> yeah, equipment exactly. is. It has a phone. Yeah, it has a phone. <laughs> it has a phone. <laughs> it has a phone. And um, yeah, they, they go from they can go from uh, from uh, Pyongyang to Seoul to China and to um, also to Moscow. All the favorite places. All the favorite places. Can I just stop you over there for a second? Oh please! It's I, twenty I'm past sick ten. Of it. I'm sick. Oh god damn you! It's twenty past ten. It's twenty past ten. You're on we, the one ninety one. We need to wrap this up. History bonanza, and we still got forty minutes. We need to wrap this There's up. There's plenty of time for history. That's true. Well, those those are my two facts. With that now allotted time slot. Uh, well, that was very good. Thanks, Alex. Anytime. Oh, great. Also, you say that um, we've got 40 minutes. We do need to be off because there's that really popular metal show that is on after Oh, us, yeah, you're right. And they always turn up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're right. We need to be, we need to be ready gone. and out of the studio by yeah. the time they all flock in. Exactly. Um, burns from Alex Wilson tonight. My goodness gracious. Um, so, uh, the, b- a big problem had occurred for, the nor- for North Korea. Um, what? After the end of the Cold War. Gosh. Um, they basically had an economic crisis because, because their biggest supporter... The Soviet Union now no longer existed, and Russia doesn't want to be, you know, giving well, them money. Russia's probably got its own bloody problems. Exactly, right? Like it's collapsed. It's collapsed. Like when your when your empire collapses, you can't support small dictatorships that you've established uh, 30, 40 years ago. No. Funnily enough, so that was a problem, um, and it's at this point, yes. Well, um, for those of you who can't see, which is everyone, Alex has pulled his shirt up and is now slapping his pale, pasty, hairy belly. And I'm not really sure why. You know. No, I don't. I have no idea. It's 20 past 10 on the 1. 21, so. 21 and a half minutes past 10 on the 1. <laughs> I'm really confused. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 so, at this point, um, on the verge of this economic crisis... Uh, people just thought that reunification was sort of uh, uh, was imminent because they would would have de- they were desperate. How could North Korea survive? How could they survive? Well, they did survive. I'll tell you that much. Gosh. However, North Koreans started to flee the, to the south in droves. Because people were starving. No money, starving. no food. It started off with about 500 or so in the early 90s, but in 2007 it was recorded that there were roughly 10,000 defectors. Jeez. So that's a lot of defectors. That's a lot of defectors. Yeah. Um, There's your problem. Too many defectors. Exactly. Um, at this stage, uh, US, the U.S. started to become concerned over the North Korean uh, nuclear program. Which they started as... Uh, why did they start? Because they were scared of their, their security? Their well, it was... Um, I should clarify that it was the uh, it was their nuclear power program. Oh, I see. They were worried about it becoming unstable. So in 1994, America and North Korea signed what was called an agreed an ag- the agreed framework, um, which was a which was an agreed framework between the United States of America and the Democratic Republic People's Republic of Korea, um, which uh, the objective of which, of which uh, was the freezing and replacement of North Korea's indigenous nuclear power plant program with more nuclear proliferation resistant light water reactor power plants and the step-by-step normalization of relations between the US and the and North Korea. How wonderful! That seems all good stuff to me. The implementation of the agreement was troubled from its start, but its key elements were being implemented until it effectively broke down in 2003. History Bonanza, we re-read out Wikipedia on air. Oh, Prick. Prick. 
Um, so uh, the first in, uh, the first uh, inter inter Korean summit was held um, in the year 2000 between Kim Dae Jong and Kim Prime Jong Il, the Prime Minister of South Korea at the time. Um, and in that year, and this is where I start. I said at the beginning of the show that I was maybe a little bit skeptical about the uh, recent peace accord. Recent peace accord, because in 2000, after the summit, North and South Korea marched together at the Sydney Olympics. Well, that's wonderful, isn't it? That's isn't lovely. it wonderful? But we're seeing that we've seen the same thing happen this year. Um, 17, 18 years later. 17, 18 years later. Um, so yeah, at this stage there was kind of a good. They had some good relations going on. They established a really good, strong economic. Uh, they established good economic growth together, and um, South Korea actually became North Korea's biggest trading partner at this point. Well, that's great. Yeah. So and um, nicely. Later that year, a joint declaration signed by Jong Il and Ro Mu Hyun, Prime uh, I guess South the Prime Minister of South Korea, another one, um, stated. Uh, Basically established that uh, it was basically a meeting about a meeting. I think it was a summit that said that they would have another summit in the future well, to sort things out. So this, they signed this one and said, "Yeah," but actually that second summit never ended up happening. Oh, lies and deceit. And then Alex Wilson. Yes. You know what happened around two thousand and one, two thousand and two? Nine eleven. Exactly. What did George Bush start talking about? Um, the the, the storybook about a donkey. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, where he read it for too long and didn't know what to do. But then he also started talking about a thing called the Axis of Evil. Axis it of is Evil! evil. Oh, man, man that, that was a great group. There was um, North Korea... It was a ragtag crew of, of, of layabout, uh, layabouts and no... North no, Korea, no good, no good Cuba, um, Red Skull, um, <laughs> the Flying Ghost, and of course everyone's favourite, the Mur People. The Axis of Evil... And I think Iran, Iraq, and Afghanistan were in there as well. Oh, yeah, whatever. Some other peeps. Yeah. They're um, not the exciting ones. Yeah, all those ones. But North Korea's been labelled part of the Axis of Evil. They're not going to like that. They're not going to go down fighting. They didn't, I mean, they didn't... Well, no, they're not going to... Well, yeah. Maybe they're not going to go down fighting. Yes. Um, Alex, I have um, just uh, neglected uh, a, a favourite segment of ours. What's that? Um, guess what? It's time for... It's time for Mailbag! Mailbag! It's Mail everyone's favourite! Would you like to tell, while I get the emails up, would you yes. like to take people through what this, uh, what this segment involves? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, for those that haven't listened, Mailbag is our most popular segment. Mailbag is when we open the mailbag. We see the mail that has come to us in the, over the past week. We get very excited. You get very excited, listener. What could possibly in store? Is it spam? Is it a, a friendly email from a, a from a, a, a listener with a, a nice fact or interesting story? No. Usually and almost invariably, it's empty. But boy, are we excited that one day possibly the mailbag might have something in it. Is that enough of an intro? Do you want me to keep going? That's pretty good. Thank you. Well, also, um, I'll, I'll take you back. The mailbag. Um, isn't actually a, a, a literal mail. It, it is a, a literal mail bag. It's something we keep under our bed. Our bed. It's a burlap sack. It's often worn by uh, me as pajamas. Um, so when we do get a piece of mail, which has never happened, I imagine it would be very, uh, very, uh, very rough and abrasive against my tender, tender pink skin. Um, but but when I'm not wearing it as my pajamas, we do we do keep it under our bed to keep put the mail in. All right, I can uh, now announce uh, that. Uh Following tradition, Alex yes. D, uh, as usual, there is no mail. 
Mailbag. That was mailbag for another week. Hooray! I think we probably um, got off to a bad start when we berated a Baron for um, spelling <laughs> the the title of the 2002 film Signs Wrong as Sings, and then berated him for a number of reasons, and then gave away his anonymous uh, uh, identity. Well, are you, are you mean to say that there should be trust involved between us and the listeners? Maybe there should. You can uh, email us anonymously at alexandangusarecool at gmail.com or text us anonymously, and that is actually anonymous, 021-272-3461. Uh, we are here for another half an hour. It has just gone 28 minutes past 10. Let us know if you trust us. Would you leave us alone with your, with your unborn child? Would, uh, would you give us your bank account number? I wouldn't. Um other things this whole podcast if, if radio show has been about trust this it's, week yeah it has do been. you trust us who's the north and who's the south on this radio show I think Angus is the north actually that'd be great we've got half an hour left if you can if we can do a text poll um, which of us uh, which of Alex and Angus are north or south Korea text in um, 021272346 before the end of the show and we'll um, see how many um, how, see, see what kind of reaction we get who who out of Alex and I are the north and the south Korea I'm going to take us through to a song now because it feels like it's that time you are listening to The History Bonanza with Alex and Angus on 91FM That was Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name of. And you're back on Radio 191 FM on the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. We've got half an hour left. It's 33 minutes past 10. And we've just announced that we're going to do a poll uh, before the end of the show in the last half an hour. Text us in um, 021-272-3461. Which of us, Alex and Angus, are the North or South Korea? We've got a few texts coming in here, so be good to get a, a bit of a race going here. I've got to say, there's already one point to one of us, and it's not looking good. Um, so that number again is 021-272-3461. Uh, which of Alex and Angus are North or South Korea in this case? In the story of North Korea, uh, it's been a bloody up and, how, up and down battle this evening, hasn't it, Alex? It has been. It's been a left to right doohickey. It's been a, <laughs> it's been a real rollercoaster ride. Yeah. But um, we left off um, with um, North, North and South Korea just walked, uh, marched together in the, um, the Sydney Olympics of 2000, um, having had a good, peaceful time for a while. And then and who then comes along but old Bloody class. hell. Old bloody George, George w. w. Bush names North Korea as a member of the Axis of Evil and everything turns to shit again. Um, concern was growing around the nu- um, uh, North Korea's nuclear missile program as um, in, uh, on October the 9th, 2006... Uh, nuclear, oh, North Korea conducted their first nuclear weapons test despite something called the Six Party Talks with North Korea, South Korea, the United States, Russia, China, and Japan. There were six parties there. And they all talked. All, all of them said, no, don't do this. And North Korea were like, no, we'll still do it. We're going to do it. We're going to test our nuclear weapons. And oh, they did it. Gosh. And so that, that was the first time that they were testing nuclear weapons, and uh, they've been doing it ever since. Um... Later that year in San... uh, A year later, October the 4th, 2007, uh, the South Korean president went to Pyongyang for talks with uh, Kim Jong-il. Both countries signed a peace declaration. Oh, that's nice. um, Which called for an amistice, uh, which uh, called for the amistice, which ended the Korean War. Lovely. To be replaced with a permanent... Peace treaty. Oh, lovely! That's really nice. It, it, it really puts things in perspective because usually the things that I sign with other people are just leaving cards for people in my office. Yeah. Like, good luck. 
have Keep in a touch. good life. I don't sign Congratulations pizza on the bebe. Yeah, um, hope the next job is better than this one. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Hope you don't come back. Yeah, but Beth, no, these. <laughs> Beth, I had to listen to you chew on that tuna sandwich every day for three years, and I'm so glad you left to have that child. And you know what? I hope you never return to the workforce. You evil, evil tuna sandwich eater. You made my life a living hell. And after that... What happened? Um... Right. In 2010, uh, North Korea and South Korea both... uh, Oh, North Korea sunk... A South Korean warship killing 46 members of its 104 crew. Whoa! Um, which is, you know, a bit of a dick move. That's a real dick move. For this, Seoul cut all trade with North Korea. That seems Oops. fair. That Oops. seems fair. Oops. Um, later that uh, in that time period, there was an exchange of fire from the from the, uh, between uh, well started by North Korea um, at at South Korea at South Korean island of Yonpyong. Um, in the Yellow Sea, uh, which killed two South Korean mar- Marines and two civilians and wounded dozens, uh, which was not that cool. 2012 to 2013, tensions escalated between the North and South and the US and Japan uh, because of a UN Security uh, because of the UN Security Council Resolution 2087, which condemned the launch of a North Korean satellite, which reached orbit. They did it despite the fact that they were told not to. Um, rhetoric from Kim Jong-il suggested uh, that there could well be imminent attacks, imminent, imminent nuclear attacks on South Korea, Japan, and the United States. Oh man, he still says that the Democratic Republic of North Korea. More like the nuclear armed Republic of North Crazy. Right? I mean, it's just false advertising. They're not a Democratic Republic at all. Ugh, it's pretty Hi. strange. Oh, hello? Hi. Hello? Hello, this is um, an international call from Pyongyang. Oh, no, this isn't... Do you accept the charges? Yeah, we accept them. Uh, do you remember my name? Steve? No, not, no, I don't know. Steve is the translator. My name's Thomas. Oh, to- who are you? I- I'm the guy that works at the international call. Oh, Thomas call. at the international call. Oh, Sorry, change, Thomas. Yeah. There's been a lot of people I- calling and texting tonight. I got this job to meet people. All right, all right. Uh, put, put Steve friend? through. Put Steve through. Can we meet up one day? Nah, maybe. Come, oh, to, okay. come, to, come to the archway at uh, University of Otago okay. and we'll chat. I'll put him through. <laughs> Oh hi, um, it's Steve. Hi Steve. Hey, um, hey, you're back. How's yeah. um, how's Kim Jong Un's gastroenteritis? Oh, it's really bad. He said it was oh. like chising through the eye of a needle. Oh no. Yeah, I know. He's he's in a bad state. But, but is he, he here now? He is here. And he oh would great. Like to speak to you. Are you going to get confused again about who I'm talking to? No, I'm going to be. Remember, just I will like... say your name, Steve, if I'm addressing you. But every other yes. time I'm addressing Kim Jong Un. Fantastic. I'll translate uh, you to him and him to you. Thank you very much. All Thank right. You. Good evening, uh, Mr. Kim. How are you? Uh, he said he's fine. He's just had gastroenteritis. Yes, we know that. And 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 his feces were everywhere. You know, you it was can... on his hands and all over the walls. <laughs> okay, don't and he feels very poorly. All right. Well, thank you for um, thank you for giving us uh, the time, um, despite the fact. Oh, that you're, you're welcome. I, I'm just I'm just his translator, <laughs> no, so I'm Steve. just here. No, Steve. To, what, Steve? This? Yes. Again, I'm talking to Kim. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Kim. Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll, Mr. I'll Kim, thank you so much for uh, giving us your time, despite your. Uh, your illness. Um, he says, 
it's, it's a word. Look, I don't need to tell. I don't mean to tell you to do your job, Steve. But yes. you can just actually say exactly what he says as if he was saying it. You don't need to tell me what he says. Essentially, to me and your, to our, my listeners, you are him speaking. So just give it to me as he says it. Do you want me to translate that to Kim? Well, no, not said, that. You don't need to translate that. Oh right, because you didn't say Thomas. No, you're Steve. I'm Steve. Thomas is on the other line. Oh, that's right. He's international bad. calling yeah, guy. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so um, I'm sorry. Oh, um, but anyway, anyway um, Kim says, no, it's wonderful to be here. Great. Um, but he is shitting a lot everywhere. <laughs> okay. Right. Well. And um, and he would love to stay here for longer, but he might need to run off at some point. Okay, that's fine. Yes. Um, Mr. Kim, uh, how are you feeling about the the amazing strides that you've made in the last week in uh, in making peace with uh, South Korea? He says. Um, he loves making excellent strides. He's glad that you have noticed that he is trying to walk more and is losing weight. Walking is fun. I didn't say that at all. He would like to walk more, but the oh. gastroenteritis prevents him <laughs> from walking because if he takes too much of a lunge, his whole innards leak out. <laughs> Mr. Kim, Mr. Kim, how did it feel being the first uh, leader in North Korea since uh, before your grandfather to uh, step foot into South Korean territory. Uh, Kim says that he has stepped into many territories before and he thinks when he stepped into a territory which had a, a cattle farm, which was a kettle farm, he might have stepped in some cow doo-doo okay. and then when he was, he, he then stepped later into some chips that he dropped on the floor and he ate the chip. But it was covered in the doo-doo, and he thinks that's where he got the gastroenteritis. And that's a terrible feeling. That's a terrible feeling, you're right. Yes. Um, Mr. Kim, uh, what, are your, what are your feelings for the, for the uh, future going forward with the South Korea? Do you feel like this oh, is just going to be another... Oh, I'm sorry, yeah? I'm sorry. Um, he's had to rush off again to the <laughs> oh, toilet. No. But he did say to me before he left that um, he's, he's, going to, he's going to send you a special parcel. Oh, no. If you continue to call his regime... A false advertising statement. They are. It is a democratic republic here in North Korea, and um, to say otherwise is is hurtful, and it makes him cry. And he's in enough pain as it is with his gastro. Lovely. We'll tell him we'll await the uh, anthrax with uh, great enthusiasm. Thanks for calling. Anytime. Talk to you later. Thank you, Mr. Kim. Uh, am and I Steve. doing good at my yeah, job? Yeah, you're great, Steve. Thank Go away you. now. Goodbye. That was uh, North Korean Supreme Leader Kim Jong Un calling uh, via his inept. Uh, interpreter Steve. I mean, I, I feel like it should be pretty easy to find a translator these days. I would say so. Yeah, with Jerry Lingo and all that. A Duolingo. Everyone's got on their phones. Exactly, on their phones. And yeah. ding, ding, ding. North Korea. Ole. Um, it's uh. uh oh, I will eight, kill you. It's eighteen minutes. Why? To, it's seventeen minutes to uh. eleven. Um, we have seventeen minutes left in the show, um, which means you have only a, a fifteen minutes or so left um, to get your texts into us uh, for our listener poll. Um, which of Alex and Angus, uh, who is the North and South Korea in this uh, in this uh, little relationship going on here? The texts are coming in, so. It'll be exciting to see what the result of that is. Now we have a bit more history to go over before we uh, to, before we wrap up this wee little puzzle. Um, Alex, anything to add? No. Okay, good. Uh, twenty twelve to twenty thirteen tensions escalate between North and South and the US and Japan because of a UN. Oh, I read that one. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little peek behind the curtain. January the first, twenty fifteen. Kim Jong Un states. He's willing, He's willing to resume talks with the South. Very kind. 
but talks talking is just talking. Talking is not action. Despite the talking, tensions continue. North Korea North Korea shells Yonchion. South Korea respond. Pre-war Gosh. status is adopted by both sides. Oh no. Talks are held at a high level in uh, August 2015. Uh, meanwhile, North Korea, whilst at the talks, launched 70% of its submarines. Oh, Brilliant. Military tensions ease at the conclusions of these talks. However, yes. this is the time when the, the when they started making the missiles in, in bulk, wasn't it? They started really apping right. the missiles. So, like, what do they what do they want? What do they, they want, want peace or they want to make missiles? It sounds like they want to make missiles. Right. Well, missiles. That, that's exactly what happened, Missile. I guess. Um, so North Korea continues their missile tests. South Korea, uh, in retaliation, reveals that it had a plot to assassinate Kim Jong Un. Well, that's no good. That's not retaliation. You just do it. You it's just telling them. It's like, we, hey, we, we, we didn't do it, but we yeah. we're going to do it. So oh, we better watch yeah, out. You should thank us. We didn't kill you. So you know, that's not great. In 2017, Moon Jae was elected president of South Korea, who is the current president, I believe. Um, North Korea proposes sending a delegation to the Winter Olympics in the South, which was this year. It was this year. North Korea and South Korea marched together at the opening ceremony, that which was only last in, month. That happened in 2000 in Sydney. I know. And it happened again now. Now you're seeing the parallels. The patterns. The patterns. The, the 38th parallel. Oh. Hey, um, and in 2018. This inter- year. At the Inter-Korean Summit, only oh. last month. Wonderful name. For the first time since the North Korean War, the North Korean leader set foot in South Korea. Both the South Korean leader and the North Korean leader entered each other's countries at the DMZ. Do you think their tongues entered each other's mouths? I saw a little bit of that. I saw a little bit of that. I saw the semis. Nice. You saw the semis? They both had semis. Oh, fantastic. It was the hand-holding. Oh, it would. I love a good hand-hold. Me too, and it just gets me going. There's nothing wrong with that. No. It's just, just For a lay person or a politician, we're all human. Physical We all like um, that warmth. Contact. The physical contact, especially yeah. when it's as taboo as... The North, North and Korean South. South. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, oh. I'm not much. I'm not much of a fetish man, but I tell you oh. what, North and South Korea. Mm. You, you can't get more juicy God than damn. that. Both the North and South pledged to work towards complete denuclearization and an end to the Korean War. Fantastic. And both sides called for an end to military activity uh, in the border region, and for reunification. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the history of North and South Korea. Up to now. And from 1910. Exactly. You dick. That was bloody good. That's wonderful. We are bloody pros. I love this unification idea. Wonderful. But who do you think is going to be going to be on top? I don't know, man. I have unifying. a theory. I heard a, I heard a pretty good analysis of what North Korea's tactics are uh, by oh, someone, yeah. and I can't remember what they are. Basically, they have a they have a spares, and they and they launch oh, heaps of missiles, God. and they start threatening people. Yes. Until they uh, and that's when they need resources, and then that that means they get people to the table. They sit them down and say, hey, we need some bloody stuff. And they go, hey, stop firing missiles. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then once they've run out of the resources, they go, shit, we need resources again. Fire all the missiles. Shit, Fire get them all down the to the table. Oh, we need resources. Okay, have some resources. Cool. Shit, we run out of resources again. Fire the missiles. Oh, come to the summit. Oh, can we have some resources? Yeah, all right, just stop firing missiles. It's a pretty good tactic, though. It's pretty good. It seems to work every, every time. damn time. 
So that was the history of North Korea. We've got, um, it's, uh, 13 minutes to 11 on Radio 191. If everyone's history been with Alex and Angus, we've still got that, you, that listener poll. Uh, who of Alex and Angus is, uh, North and South Korea? The number is 021-272-3461. You've only got a few minutes left to, uh, get those texts into us and we will reveal at the end of the show who our supreme winner is. Oh. See what oh. there? Um, Very good. I'm going to play one more song to before we come back with that, give you a chance to uh, get those texts in. Um, uh, but it's been a lot of fun. So we'll come back in a minute and say goodbye and reveal who out of Alex and Angus is North and South Korea chosen by you, the listeners. And um, then that'll be absolutely week. So we'll be back in just a moment. You're on the one. That was Stereophonics with Walkie Talkie Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus for another week. I think that if you look back on the last two hours, uh, ladies and gents and all, everyone else in between, uh, listeners, you realise that you have come to know the complete and utter encyclopedic history of North and South Korean relations. And um, yep. you can put that in your CV. Put it on your CV because you are now a certified bloody expert in uh, North and South Korean relations since 1950s, since why, the end why of World bother, War II. Why bother completing that Master of International Studies? Or don't you, bloody bother. Don't bother. You just, you just read a summary, you just heard a summary of the Wikipedia article. Yeah. So, With, um, booyah. Booyah. Kishan. What more do you want? What more do you want? Um, I tell you what you might want is probably the result of our text poll. Our wonderful text poll. Thank you, uh, listeners, for texting in. Um, the the votes are in, Fantastic. and the results are unanimous. Oh, no. Are they unanimous? I don't know. I haven't looked at them. Oh, uh, okay. Well, the, the, basically, the decision was that I am North Korea and you are South Korea. Oh, no. One of our texters very cleverly said that I am Ang Il Sun. That's very good. Very good. You're so, a nuclear despot. Yes, so thank you very much for that, listeners. Uh, we'll do more text polls as uh, the shows go on because that's a lot of fun, but interactive, but a good times. Bit of good pants. Bants, bants, bants. Um, so thanks for tuning in. Uh, it is uh, eight minutes to oh, seven God. minutes to eleven on Tuesday, the first of May. Um, email us, Alex and Angus are cool at gmail.com And if there's any uh, if there's any topics that you wish for us to explore, we're always open to suggestions. Uh, follow think- us on. Uh, Get on the Facebook um, History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. There's a we're really we're really forming a good community on there, aren't we, Alex? Yes. Um, hopefully one day we'll have some memes and you can tag your friends in and say you're more of a moustache and this person's more of a beard. Exactly, exactly. And mm. all of our or if, and if you if you if you can't listen to the History Bonanza oh, live, or, you, or you, you? you if you want to you know if you only get in halfway through or you miss a little bit or you have to go to bed or you have to go to work all of the shows are available through Facebook yes. uh, or on uh, Radio 1 uh, r1.co.nz on the, through the programs you go to the program section and you go to History Bonanza all the shows are podcasted there so it's bloody nice um, um, and I think um, just as a parting message yes uh, unless you've got some more propaganda you want to I got another I just want to say as a parting message yes we've learned today um, yeah, that there were two nations over a course of about 100 years Yep. Uh, that they've let um, international and, and, and political ideology yep. define their, their destinies, and, and other other nations uh, let them know what to think and how to behave. And on top of that, we've had dictators dictating people to do and, and say and act in certain ways. And I think the, the lesson 
if there is one. What is it? To take away from this week's episode. Please. To, to maybe just reach out to that person who seems to be your polar opposite. So if, for example, you're anti-Angus, you're anti-Alex, the person who sums up everything you think is the opposite of you, just just reach out and see if maybe there isn't a little connection between you. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe it could be you both are fond of kindling. Or you both really like sigh. Or, or licking batteries. Mm-hmm. Maybe you both had a, a collection of soft toy mammals that you used to proudly display on, on a bookshelf. Maybe just reach out and see where the commonalities are. We all breathe and, the air. And, and use that commonality to exploit them. And hunger. And make sure that and you can thirst. take advantage of them. And we use all have mothers and fathers. Them. Gain their trust. And we all grew up in a world that alive. we weren't and, and we weren't didn't have a choice as to whether we wanted to be Italian here. Ragu. But we're here now. Put that on spaghetti so you better and eat it make the most of it and be friends so with those who they understand that there is whom you see eye to eye. Because life is too short to grimace or play speak foul of others you because it is a beautiful life and a beautiful world no matter where you're from humankind. or what time you, you exist in nations. we'll be back uh, on Tuesday next week 9 till 11 always a fun time um, but until then we gotta go it's uh, 4 minutes to 11 have a beautiful uh, week uh, it's a goodbye from me. And if you're still listening to our show for the time, buy a watch. Buy a watch, but I'll still be telling you the time. Buy a watch, everyone! Have a lovely time. It's the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. We'll be back next week. You are on the one. 91 FM. 38th Parallel!